0: I had to relearn, like, self-confidence again yeah. at Shopify. I had to, like, find my voice again at Shopify. And, you know, people be like, oh, that's a great idea. Go do it. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Like, who do I have to pitch? Like, where are all, like, this, what are the deck- templates that I need to leverage? And they're just like, I don't know, like, you know, put together a brief. But, like, yeah, we trust you. Go and do the thing. And then what that opened up for me is, like, I can change Shopify, the work can impact Shopify. It can impact tech, but it can impact the entire world. We can change a world based on the, the the work that we're doing here.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to our second episode of Life at Shopify, the podcast where we get to listen and learn from the folks who help build Shopify. That quote you just heard is a preview of a special chat we have for you today with two amazing leads from our diversity and belonging team, Siobhan Hasphal McIntosh and Prasanna Ranganathan. Keep listening to learn about the important work they do, their careers before Shopify, and showing up as their true selves at work.
0: I'm very excited to have the opportunity to connect and talk
1: with you, even though we work together every day. I'm very excited for this conversation too it's like we just chatted exactly
0: (laughs) okay so I'm gonna dive right in and we're gonna go like back to like the early days of Presna
1: okay okay so flashback I'm all for it a
0: flashback so when you think back what did you want to be when you grew up
1: Okay, so I wanted to be three things. I first wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. um, Because I always liked um, TV characters that were lawyers. They got to do like big speeches and was always very dramatic and they were persuading people. And I liked the musical Chicago, so I really liked the lawyer there. Okay. Um, And I always just really loved people, so I wanted to be a lawyer. That was point one the second was I wanted to be a psychiatrist again because I really liked people and I was like what is the way in which I can learn about people's lives and add most value and then the third thing I really wanted to be was an actor. Okay. And that was, because, I was like, what better profession to understand the human condition than the ability to actually inhabit the lives and lived experiences of others for at least a brief moment in time. So for me, it was always about connecting to empathy. So it was like lawyer, actor, or um, psychiatrist. And I was terrible at physics. So <laughs> psychiatry was out. Um, I have a face for podcasts, so acting was also <laughs> not really my forte. And I would say for me it came down to law because I love words so much and I was, like, able to work with people and learn about people in the most interesting ways. Well, I mean, you
0: rolled right into the next question, which was what did you do prior to joining Shopify? But on the lawyer front, yeah, was that, like, your first – professional job? Were you a lawyer right off
1: the bat? Oh, that's a good question. I'm trying to think back to undergrad. Yeah. So I, right out of high school, I mean, I had summer jobs like in high school. Um, I, I, I like worked at a doctor's office and as a receptionist. Okay. And um, in undergrad, I worked at a call center. Uh, but throughout Right after undergrad, I went straight into law school. And then every summer of law school, I worked at the Human Rights Commission in Saskatchewan. So yeah, it was always sort of law right from the get-go. And then as soon as I graduated from law school, I went to grad school and then I started practicing immediately. Wow, that's awesome. And like,
0: what was your typical work week like in your past career? Like as a lawyer, what would your week look like? Average
1: week or maybe an exciting week? Ooh, okay. Um, so I would say I was like, I was like the chameleon when it came to law, because I, in addition to working at a private law firm, which is very much like the the episode of Suits that we've all seen, where it's like <laughs> corporate, you're wearing your suit, you're going to meetings, it's about billable hours. I also worked as a lawyer in Ethiopia for an NGO in the UN. Um, and so that was very different. And then for about eight years, I worked as a lawyer for the federal government in Ottawa, and then for two years with the Ontario government. So each of those was very different, I would say at the law firm I constantly heard this ticking clock in my mind because <laughs> like you would bill in um, six minute increments so it would be like what did you work on something for six minutes and if so it was a point one of an hour so oh, I would be working on things and also constantly having to keep track of time so that that made me quite anxious actually quite a bit um, and I really felt like I was monetizing my work rather than actually doing my work and that caused me a lot of anxiety yeah then in ethiopia i worked as a lawyer but that was very different from the law firm so i went from the law firm where it was the full suits experience catered lunches like very like glamorous to um, sharing a desk with the executive director in a one-room office, yeah. um, and it was an L-shaped desk and I sat on the L, so I've never worked so closely with a human in my life. And oh my I just had a laptop and we did not have a printer, and it was just trying our best to figure out how we could support the legal profession in Ethiopia um, to build more access to justice for underrepresented communities, and also to figure out how we could like advance sort of a human rights discourse more broadly within the UN system. So for the UN, I worked on a desk in a library for six months as well. So very different. And then came to the federal government and my day was very different as well, because over the course of those eight years, I worked in five different countries. So um, Jamaica, Mexico, Turks and Caicos and Ukraine. And so every year I would be in one of those countries at least seven times a year to work with members of their justice systems on justice sector reform. So training judges, helping to redraft legislation, um, providing support when it came to human rights policy work. And so I was never in one place at one time. I was constantly traveling. And then... When I moved to Ontario, I worked on a review related to policing and carding practices. And that was me on a Greyhound bus to every single part of this province. Um, So I would be in Sudbury, and then the next day I was in like Windsor. And so it was just, as someone who does not drive, Getting around the province can be challenging. Yes. And every single day was very different. So I wish I had a standard response for this. I mean, it was way longer than you wanted. But um, yeah, every day was completely different. I would say the hours were always long. Yeah. Um, But I just, once I left private practice, I was no longer clocking in at every six minutes. So that was nice.
0: That's fascinating. So you've like seen the world through a really interesting lens and through like social justice and even your work in Ontario it's such a like can you dig into like what was the output of the work you were doing in Ontario when you came back around carding?
1: Yeah for sure so we were on a two-year review and it was under the direction of justice michael telek who is a judge of the ontario court of appeal and it was looking at the practice of um, street checks which are sometimes referred to as carding carding specifically the practice where you stop and ask people for identification but they have not committed any crime not suspected of any crime Um, and the end result of the report was that carding um, should not take place in Ontario. That was the finding of the report. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was a powerful experience to be a part of because we spoke with members of the community that talked about the, the devastating impacts of these interactions. And so now when we hear conversations around policing in this world and its disproportionate impact on indigenous, black and racialized communities, I have, I have another lens to that conversation that's informed not only by my commitment to social justice work, but also having like been um, observing Justice Tullock's work firsthand.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's amazing. And did you ever see yourself working for a tech company, not doing law?
1: It is such a good question. Cause I, people are like, how did you get to Shopify? Yeah. And, and the interesting thing was diversity and belonging has been the consistent thread throughout my career. Mm. So when I think back on it, um, I would have started on diversity and belonging work when I was back at the Human Rights Commission in my summers during law school. And I was looking at like employment equity programs or special programs where you would try to design hiring initiatives to support underrepresented communities. And what could employers do to like reduce barriers to entry for members of underrepresented communities and create workforces that reflected the world in which we live. So that started right from the outset of my career. And then when I was a lawyer, I was at the forefront of um, diversity and belonging in the legal profession, specifically around racialized communities and people with disabilities Gosh. and then transition to diversity and belonging in the judiciary. So how do our judicial appointments processes in Canada? Um, encourage diversity on the bench because there's a huge lack of representation of certain groups on the bench. And it, I was involved in like our judicial appointments processes all the way up to our process for the Supreme Court of Canada. So it was really cool to work with um, the board that did that process and, and sort of look at how diversity threads through all of our work. And yeah. then diversity in policing with the last bit of the review. So when I came to interviewing for Shopify, I actually ended up getting a job offer at Shopify and another job offer to continue working as a lawyer in the court system. Okay. Um, and it was the same week. Oh, and wow. it, it has never happened in my life where I've had options. It's usually one thing is very clear and I just do it. Um, and so <laughs> the universe was telling me, well, you're you're going to have to make a choice. And for me, when it came down to it, like, Honestly, after I met you and we bonded over Mariah Carey and I met David and he asked like what my thoughts were around consultations with underrepresented communities. I was like, oh my gosh, I could do the most rewarding work of my career here and Mm -hmm. it has not disappointed.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And was like what was like the main catalyst you think to like make that was it being able to do similar work in a different sector that you felt kind of was like the motivating factor um, was it yeah I'm, I'm curious to like understand a little bit more
1: yeah for sure for me it was really it crystallized during the interview when I actually talked with you and with David um, and one thing you said to me was you were very open about um, what the tech industry needed to do around diversity and belonging mm-hmm. which for me was a refreshing change from government like I loved my career in government but the one thing I was increasingly frustrated by in the D&B space was government developed policies they developed strategic plans like five-year strategic plans they talked a lot about doing it and saying they were committed to it mm-hmm. but then you would have like bombshell reports revealing like issues of racism and like discrimination within like an organization or an entity. And like, there wasn't really a lot of talk to the like lofty promises. Mm -hmm. Whereas with tech, it was like, we are publishing data on our diversity. We are industry-wide talking about these issues. We're acknowledging where there are barriers to entry and we're going to be really vulnerable and get about the work of doing it. Um, And I know Shopify for the first time, thanks to your leadership on this, Shab has actually like released its diversity data externally. And I think it's a really exciting moment to like build on the tech industry's commitment to doing this work very intentionally. So for me, I was excited because tech was like, we have things to figure out. We are going to own the fact that we have to figure them out. And then we're going to bring you in and get about the work of doing it, which to me was so refreshing.
0: Yeah. I think that the one thing that is like fascinating about tech is just the speed and pace at which things get done. I was like in CPG before I joined tech and just things would take forever to do like years to be able to do. Whereas I found like doing this work in the tech space, we are intentional for sure, but it's just like you can get things done at a more rapid rate and it feels like really great to be able to do the things that you plan for.
1: For sure, and I'd love to dig in with this because like I've been here now for 15 months and like the pace, like you said, has been faster than anything I've done. I mean like mm-hmm. I've always had long hours, always worked on things, but something you said really like struck a chord with me. like. Mm-hmm. The levels of approval that we'd have to go through in other spaces, like it took a lot longer to like action something. Whereas at Shopify, I feel like you could like have a really powerful idea and you're empowered here to bring that to life very quickly. And for me over the last 15 months, that's been a lot. Like I've learned a lot, but I've also just been like sometimes like really just supercharged by it, but also really exhausted by it. And you've done this now for five years. So I'm really intrigued to hear from your perspective, has that speed, like, enhanced as the years have gone by? Has this always been the pace? And, like, how having the CPG experience and this experience, like, how do you feel that that's changed you and your approach to the work?
0: Yeah, I think that what becomes exhausting is almost, it's almost, like, the potential of what you can achieve. And it's just like you, like I become like uh, addicted to that, like that, that, that potential. I'm like, Oh, like if I can think of it, if I can make a case for it, I can actually do it. And coming from CPG, I would Mm -hmm. always second guess my ideas because I would have to get them approved by so many different people. And oftentimes at the end of that approval process, the thing that I was building was so far from the idea that I had initially and then working in tech yeah it moves really quickly and it does it it can become exhausting if you don't take care of yourself and you don't make the space for self-care for sure but at the end of the day it's just like you can have an idea and people trust you to be able to go and do it and Mm -hmm. I had to relearn like self-confidence yeah. again at Shopify I had to like find my voice again at Shopify and you know people be like oh that's a great idea go do it and I'm like wait 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 like who do I have to pitch like where are all like this, what are the deck templates that I need to leverage and they're just like no no like you know put together a brief but like yeah we trust you go and do the thing and then what that opened up for me is like I can change shopify the work can impact shopify it can impact tech but it can impact the entire world we can change a world based on the, the the work that we're doing here
1: so i love interesting. that yeah. i love that because that feeling honestly for me is electric at this company like yeah. coming here i remember the first two months like repeatedly in my one-on-one weekly meetings with david king who's our shared lead yes um would repeatedly like david this is my plan this is how i'm thinking about doing it um, i just want to make sure you're okay with it before i go on and he's like i am okay with it he's like i've seen your brief i've seen your plan like come to me if you need to be unblocked on an issue yeah. or like you need support on an issue but i trust you and i just kept being like you don't know me <laughs> i was like i am like i don't get it i was like have we met before like have we worked together for years but like the baseline of trust was something that like i had never experienced mm-hmm. and i think for me the big shift with shopify was like i spent most of my career in places where i was substantially younger than a lot of people mm-hmm. So I was constantly striving for credibility. I was like, take me seriously. I have this knowledge. I have this experience. It's constantly proving myself. And when I came to Shopify, I no longer had to do that, which was such like, I was like, oh, the emotional energy involved in me having to tell you why I have the experience to do this. Um, and they're like, oh, I don't have to do that. You just trust that I'm in this job and I have the skills to do it. Great. Yeah. Um, and so for me, the big shift was, oh maybe now I'm like striving for relevance because Mm -hmm. I was like communicating in a style which was much more formal um I had like 116 recommendations and that would totally be normal and I came into an environment where people were like we want you to like be quick to action Mm -hmm. and so I was constantly being like okay my old skill set maybe doesn't necessarily fully fit in this new context so like let me show you that what i have to bring is relevant to what you need And yeah. that's a would shift
0: and like speaking about that like what like you know i think you like moving from like industry to industry there's like things that you will learn and things that you learn and things that you adjust as you go but you know in terms of like skills like values mental models like what did you bring from your previous roles to shopify I can speak to many of them, (laughs) having worked with you. I was like, I need this.
1: I'd be intrigued by your thoughts, honestly. I think from my perspective, like I often frame it as like, what has Shopify taught me and what has it allowed? Like it's allowed me to become more of who I am. So Mm -hmm. I will start with that. Like prior to Shopify, my world's like really diverged. Like I was a lawyer. And then my passion for creativity and the arts and, like, social media was, like, a side hustle. Like, I would do this in the evenings and in the weekends. But I built, like, two parallel career paths. Mm -hmm. And when I came to Shopify, it honestly allowed me to merge all facets of my identity and, like, all of my skill sets. And it said, we want you to bring all of who you are to this place and add value in all of the ways that you can add it. So I haven't felt the need to like want to be creative outside of work because it's like now I could like be involved with our studios team talking about film or I could be working with like our culture team on something or our marketing team. And it's like it's speaking to that part of my brain that was never fully activated in the legal space. Um, And so for me, Shopify has been such a gift that way. I would hope that what I've brought to Shopify is maybe – a different perspective on looking at things. So um, as someone who is legally blind, so a person with a disability and who's a member of the racialized community and is like gay, um, maybe that intersection of identities automatically brings different dimensions or different thought processes to a problem or issue. You know, I love to write. Yes, you are a phenomenal (laughs) writer. (laughs) You You are a phenomenal writer. I, there have been multiple occasions where the slack word limit has been hit um, and it tells you to shorten the message that has happened to me a lot. So I am not the person who's going to send you emoji filled short slack memes. Um, but I'm hoping that like I've added something when it comes to uh, writing and like articulating sort of issues in writing.
0: For sure, I think like your ability to be able to look at a problem and solve it in a really, Um, human centric but methodical way that is like so entrenched in fact and acumen plus your own experiences like your ability to like solve a problem that way and document everything and be able to like you do have the gift of writing and being able to just like put all of that research put all of that knowledge put all of that like context into such um such an easy to read and easy to understand format it's so thorough like it's just like phenomenal like my 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 brain doesn't work that way it's like much more scattered and unorganized and for me to be able to put like pen to paper uh so that people can see like the process the thought the intentionality all of that stuff like in a document is like phenomenal. Like I think you have taught the team and you have increased and improved our acumen in spades. So Shopify is better off like for having you here just for like what you bring in the passion but also like the organization and the thoughtfulness and yeah, it's, it's been phenomenal.
1: I'm gonna continue this mutual admiration society love (laughs) fest a little bit because I will say the one thing that you have taught me, which um, my profession has not allowed me until this point to do. When I was at the law firm and I was working um, in Ethiopia, a lot of it was client-facing work or direct like work, like at the human rights commission. I had. Um, complaints from people in the public, and I would have to, like, determine whether they fell under the Human Rights Code and help support them through the investigations process. So it was very direct human work. Um, And then most of my career in in government has been, like, larger policy questions. So it's been, how does diversity and belonging come alive in the laws that we're developing or in the policies we're developing? And it's been rare that those two have intersected for me. And what you do better than anyone I've worked with over 15 years is that you make the um, overarching systemic issues deeply, deeply human by articulating how what we're talking about at a philosophical level, at a policy level, impacts people on a daily basis. And you bear witness to individuals on a daily basis and then allow individual experiences to inform the programs we're building like i have seen nobody in my career who's able to translate the human experience to an overarching commitment policy and company-wide better than you have and so it's been so awesome to work with you
0: my heart thank you press i think like when you're in it and you're doing something like you just feel like oh this like doesn't make sense or this doesn't fit or i have to like so thank you for that and it's just like being able to have the team that we have being able to have you on the team as a lead guiding this work i mean like i've said it once i'll say it again i really think we have the opportunity to change the world um i have another question
1: for you oh for sure okay
0: so what have you learned about yourself since joining
1: shopify Hmm, what have i learned about myself I will say that I always knew I was a people person Mm -hmm. Um, and I think for me the ways in which I interacted I like I always had very deep friendships at work in the past um, and many colleagues that I work with that I consider friends but there was always a division between who I was in the workplace and who I was in the world. Mm Um, and Shopify's really allowed me to be who I am in the world in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to hide parts of who I am. I don't have to dull my voice. Um, I don't have to not be passionate about the issues that bring me alive. And it's been seen as a gift that adds value rather than as um, a sound that as noise or distraction mm-hmm. um, and that for me has really been amazing.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. It's just like being able to bring my whole self and you know, that whole self doesn't have to be static. It could be like my whole self from day to day uh, and like working in an environment that creates a space for that is really unique and it's like really powerful in unlocking you and like all of your skills and all of your passions. Like you said this before, it's just like I could my pastimes. Like it, 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 all comes and manifests here. I can be creative. I can be strategic. I can be tactical. I can do all those things in the like you know in the space of this company and this organization. And we have the ability to impact outside of our titles or our roles or our team. And I think that that's really exciting.
1: Yeah, um, as well. I love that because I, I kept thinking it's like, I'm like, why didn't I come here sooner? I, I just I mean, and it's not like, I and I never regret anything I did because like yeah. I, I've loved the trajectory of my career and like yeah. every experience has made me more of who I am. But there's a part of me that's here that almost mourns the fact that it took me this long to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you and I know that like there's there's challenges that come with any role, like I, yeah. I, I and But that's the reality of any workplace. Um, But for me, it's just like, oh, this is what was possible the whole time. And and I almost, like, sometimes mourn the fact that it took so long. But also now I'm like, this is what is possible. We can change the world. How can I do this every single day? Mm -hmm. And It's just modulating that, right? Like, figuring out, like, can't change the world in a day. So, what can I do today to move one step closer to that reality?
0: I totally agree. And I mean, yeah, never a dull day.
1: <laughs> never a dull day. <laughs>
0: never a dull day. I mean, thank you press for answering all of the questions I had and for giving some insights into like how you went from lawyer to D lead, diversity and belonging lead at Shopify and for like, sharing parts of your journey with us. So grateful to have you at this company. We are lucky
1: and we are blessed. So thank you so, so much. Thank you, Shab. This was such an amazing conversation. And here's to many more years of collaboration and friendship.
0: Absolutely. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye.